0: everyone and welcome to how to be me again this is the podcast where we talk about how to take care of ourselves because we don't know how to do it oh we learn how to take care of ourselves there i messed up the whole beginning again because we don't oh, yeah. know how to do it
1: i reckon we almost need to like update it because i feel like we started off with because we don't know what we're doing yeah and now we're like well
0: we're kind of okay okay let me start this again then hi everybody welcome to how to be me again the podcast where hey we kind of know how to take care of ourselves um but we're going to continue learning about it and exploring yeah Yeah, in our weekly or monthly experiments yes okay that's good
1: what an apt time to bring that up at the penultimate 2021 episode you know like it's kind of like a real wrapping up of our yeah. It hasn't been our first full 12 months, but our first year of our first
0: know, year of podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. After I know a couple of
1: experiments.
0: A couple of experiments. And yeah. this is our this is our final episode of the year. Mm. We're talking about how we're going to move into 2022. It's our New Year's episode. And yeah.
1: I, I think I just that's... realized, did I say penultimate? And penultimate means second to last. I think you did yeah
0: we're leaving deal. it in <laughs> we're <laughs> not cutting it
1: learning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I now know that penultimate means second last Our, ul, ultimate what do you say final final I think yeah I don't know what the, the, diff, the other to penultimate is like I don't
0: know but I love the word penultimate
1: it's a good word isn't it's it? it's a
0: good word and when I first discovered what it meant I was a little disappointed because I was like oh it does sound so final it like sounds it, bigger it sounds yes. like it should be something really special like finale not. like yeah. crescendo.
1: but it's yeah. not, it's like almost like it's, crescendo <laughs> yeah it's like
0: a really long word to explain something that's kind of like meh like yeah it's just like, eh, that's okay <laughs> yeah
1: <exactly. laughs> what a shame i yeah. had uh, this great comedian recently who just talking about like cool and cool and funny words Mm-hmm. And he said, his name's James Acaster. He's a um, British comedian. And he talks about how his favorite number is umpteen. And he, oh. sounds, he says, it sounds big, but it's in the teens. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just love. Because <laughs> like, I really that's do awesome. think umpteen sounds umpteen. like, yeah. oh, it's a big, that's a big number, but it is in the teens. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, maybe Google.
0: That made me oh. think of my dad so much. He used to say that all the time. Like he would use Did that he? umpteen for Everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there you go. Interesting.
0: Hmm. I almost yeah. never say that anymore. Hmm.
1: Maybe you could bring it back along with penultimate.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Okay.
1: Yeah. You could say penultimate umpteen times in 2022.
0: Oh my gosh. <sighs> you beat me to it i was now. i know i'm like really (laughs) impressed because i was trying to think of a way to put it into a sentence and it did not happen (laughs) oh
1: my Uh, brain's tired
0: yeah 2021 (laughs) broke my brain that's my
1: excuse me too it broke a bit more than my brain i (laughs) I like in some ways it broke my spirit but (laughs) it really did it was a hard year
0: i know 2022 Is it going to be better? Is it going to be the same? Is it going to be, what's it going to be? What do we think? Um, (laughs) My, like,
1: I, I will be totally honest here. I feel like the traditional or, you know, what society would expect us to have on this episode is like mm-hmm. let's think positively and put all of the <laughs> positive juju out for 2022 and write yep. affirmations and choose a word which we are going to do because we, we are going to do anyway that one, yeah. like but it's supposed to be no all like positive and yeah. like let's think about the year being magical and i just feel a little bit like uh, with 2022 already yeah. like and so much of it has to do with like this global pandemic that we're a part of and Mm -hmm. I've got a really like I think it's just going to be a really bizarre year for me between moving internationally but Mm -hmm. then also living with my mum for like three to four months and then moving again to a town and then settling like it's just going to be very disrupted and there's not going to be any consistency that i can see for really at least the first six months but probably like closer to eight or nine months so yeah in a way i just feel like it's a bit of a wash year for me it's just about getting through it which i know is in a way a kind of a sad way to look at an entire year (laughs) of your own life and of like my daughter's lives and that kind of stuff um my marriage but i'm i'm pleased that we'll be doing the podcast because it will help me to Mm. like capture moments and like I think to kind of mark the time
0: and and to kind of like be aware of things as you're going through it, because I hear what you're saying. And I think that that's really natural, especially with such a big move and just being, Uh, you know, uprooted for such a large portion of the year is definitely going to be challenging. Um, And I think that time can go by very quickly because you have tasks that you have to focus on to get you to the next stage of the process. Right. And then it's looking into the future the entire time. But I do think yes. with the with the podcast and doing our experiments as we're going through I think it will help to like keep you a bit grounded as you go
1: through. I agree hopefully. and I, don't know. I haven't told you this yet. I have an entirely Ooh. new business that I'm pursuing. Oh my year. goodness. I know. I'm very very <laughs> cl- I think you're going to I think you are going to be so into this idea. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like I was thinking Tell about it several times. Okay. So, I'm thinking about starting a furniture flipping business. Ooh. Yeah.
0: yeah. Because
1: there's a woman that I was connected with years ago who's actually a financial coach like herself. Oh. And yeah. she flips just a, like as a side hustle thing, a little bit of furniture. Yeah. And she talks about it a bit on her on her profile. And I was just like scrolling her posts and seeing these furniture flips. And I was like, gosh, that looks so oh. easy and enjoyable mm-hmm. because the thing I've been feeling a lot this year, but really for probably even like the last three years is I'm just really fatigued with the screen. Like I've just, I've just Mm -hmm. had enough of running a business behind a computer and I need something that takes me away from that a little bit. Yeah. And the idea of doing furniture flipping actually really excites me because for one thing, anyone who knows me knows that I am a master of marketplace. Like I'm <laughs> I'm really really good at marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm not kidding. I'm good at it. I once bought 8 items off marketplace in a 2-hour period from 7 different locations that pretty much completely bought everything we needed for our second tr- baby like before she was born.
0: Oh my like, gosh. I Amazing. know how to, make and
1: I, I bought it on almost all of them. Like I yeah. spent less than $200. Like it was an incredible Amazing. afternoon of marketplaces. <laughs> but I'm also really good at selling on Marketplace. And part of it is because I'm a marketer, I can like write ads really good. And yeah. I know how to like take a good photo to like stage a piece. Yeah. And then like the actual, like the learning component to like learning how to do furniture refurbishment. Yeah. It's quite exciting to me because I've always wanted to like do up a house and, have mm-hmm. a kind of couple of handy skills to me so I feel like the whole venture is going to be really exciting and of course I'm going to put a YouTube channel behind it and like oh, hell get all yeah. my YouTube money because everyone's about learning all that stuff
0: you got to learn so, it all
1: yeah I so actually so excited was excited about it
0: I've like I've been trying to convince Greg to do this with me for forever where I'm like especially if you find the free stuff on marketplace yes. like or Craigslist or wherever yeah. and then just hard, like clean burn, it up pick up that up paint it whatever and like and sell it like you can actually make a decent amount of money doing that so I've been trying to get him to do that with me to get on board with it I did that actually with my little desk I don't know if you remember it in my yeah, I do remember your your vanity yeah the little like it was kind of blue and it was like the paint was peeling off but I bought that at like a really good price it's mid-century modern which is my favorite style yeah and I've repainted it, but that was kind of my thought, like, as I was doing it, I'm like, if it doesn't fit in the house, then I'll like, just paint it and resell it, it and get rid yeah. of it and whatever. And I wanted to like, keep getting more and doing it. And it just, we just didn't have the space at the time. I guess we would have. the Well, space that's now. the other
1: challenge. Well, see, so this is the thing, right? I've been learning, I've been watching a few YouTube videos. I'm learning <laughs> all about it. Mm-hmm. So So this is all of a sudden turned into a furniture flipping episode, but uh, so the things that I've learned are firstly, you should choose something that you are going to kind of specialize in because it's hard to Mm, know the value of things across a really wide variety of different items. Mm -hmm. So I found this guy who just flipped sectional couches because he said you could get the sectional couches, you could pull the covers off and wash them. And he got so good at it, he ended up with four storage lockers full of couches. Holy and he cow. bought a truck that he could move the tray, the stuff on. Wow. And he always offered free delivery with these big couches because he had a truck. And so, yep. like, 90% of people just took the, his number. Like, they yeah. never bartered him on price because it was like, oh, free delivery. That's free the biggest delivery. challenge when you're it's buying huge. a couch.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Um, And then this other woman buys, she does a few different things, but she buys a lot of velvet old armchairs, like recliner armchairs, like sometimes recliners, because literally all she does is she rips the skirt off the bottom of them because they've got nice legs hidden under the skirt, instantly modernized. I couldn't get over it. Yeah. And she has this little furniture cleaner thing. Yeah.
0: I feel like upholstery stuff kind of worries me a little bit. I think I would too until
1: I watched that, and I I just get worried
0: about like bugs in it or like,
1: like oh I forget about that you know holes
0: that are chewed into it or something or like in Oz
1: we don't really have bed bugs so it's interesting Um, because like until I moved here and I started buying things off Craigslist and my friends were like whoa Nelly! like you need <laughs> to be careful you could end up with a bug, a bug situation yeah um I can understand that that would be yeah. yeah nervous but I think going for the wooden stuff is like
0: the wooden like, stuff see I'm yeah. a big painter I like painting stuff I've done yeah. like you know re- usually refurbished like my old furniture that I bought when I very first moved out and I was like okay I don't want to buy yeah. new stuff but I want it to look different so I painted a whole like I I always paint it all and do designs on it with masking tape and whatever. Like
1: nice. get creative.
0: So I think that's that's my forte is like I'll get the wooden stuff and like paint it.
1: Yeah. See, this is what I feel like I'm gonna need to like message you because yeah. I feel like my I actually thought of you when I was looking into this because I remembered your vanity set and how mm. beautiful
0: it was. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh my challenge is I don't feel like I'm particularly good at like color. Color, like oh. choosing a color mm-hmm. or like I, I think I'd need to start like buying all of the like home and garden magazines to start
0: understanding right. like, like design co- yeah color trends yeah
1: yeah exactly See that and, like, side I love said, that side of it yeah well I'd like to learn I mm-hmm. feel like I have this imposter syndrome thing where I'm like I'm not good at it but I think it's just a lack of knowledge like I just need to have gone and researched it and yeah. might learned quickly enough but even when you said like what what style is your your vanity? Mid-century modern?
0: Yeah, mid-century modern. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I've got no idea. My favorite. It's like <laughs> right. if I could buy a house that was that style and put all furniture that is that style. But like modernized. I don't love all of it from that right. time. But right. Oh, uh, it's so cool. That's mm. my favorite. But
1: that's what I'm excited to learn. So like all of that to say. I'm I'm actually been I've been very excited this last week since I've had this idea
0: <laughs> <laughs> um to do this thing because I feel like so you are hopeful easily. for the next year <laughs> I
1: am hopeful I do have something <laughs> that I'm looking forward to yeah and I'm actually thinking of like convincing my mom to do it with me because she's pretty oh, handy like we used to build how things. fun would that be Oh, I I think she would be amazing at it because we built like guinea pig cages and aviaries together when we were, when I was a kid. She's like very handy. She had her own tool belt that she was very proud was not pink. She's like, no, this is a real tool belt. Yeah, my mom had real tools. And yeah, there you go. Right. So I reckon she'd be really into it. And given that I'm going to be living with her for three to four months and I'm like way too excited about this idea to have to delay for like six months. Yeah. I'm going to be like, so, mum, uh, the thing that you can see in your garage, I promise it's not going to be there long because I'm flipping it.
0: But that can be gonna, so like, fun in. to have a project to work on with somebody. I think that yeah. that's like, that's something that, you know, instead of just getting into that routine of like just sitting and having conversations and like, okay, what do we talk about now? And whatever. It's like, it's so nice to work on something together yeah. with somebody. Absolutely.
1: Well, I'm excited also to like, maybe see if I can rope Sydney into it somehow. Like, yeah. You know, she's young and she's she's got energy. <laughs> she's
0: like got energy. little fingers. She can like yeah. go and you know, yeah.
1: yeah, clean things. I don't know. Clean I'll fig- I'll figure out something for her to do. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, so that's my excitement. So I I do have some hopeful things for next year. Yeah, and I've got this little new pursuit that's going to take me away from my computer, and I hope that it will help me kind of um, I want to say reframe, but I feel like that's the wrong word for what I'm looking for. But Almost like reconnect with myself and Mm. like the tech-free world (laughs) that still exists out there, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, I definitely think like that's part of the reason why I went and started volunteering at the farm, um, Mm. the animal sanctuary, was because I was like, I just want, I want to be around animals. I miss them and I want to do work that's not on my laptop or on my phone like something where I have to move my body, just good old fashioned, like, okay, clean out that little barn or whatever, like just go do it. And you know, okay, beginning, middle, end, like you you can see the good job that you've done. You finished yeah. it, you know, you put some sweat into it and you feel good about it because you accomplished something. Like I was really missing that feeling because I think when you're working in, You know, I mean, even before I was working for myself, it was working in offices or working in that kind of structure. It just feels so continuous, you know, like it does. You don't get that satisfaction. Yeah, there really is nothing. Yeah.
1: I totally feel you on that. And it's something that I've talked about a lot in the last five years of being online is like how to, how to punctuate your work in some way to help you identify opportunities to like celebrate yourself and Mm -hmm. and the thing is when I even when I say that oftentimes it's like the celebration feels so much bigger like you don't like I feel like looking at a barn that you've just mucked out and being like Mm -hmm. like a mental pat on the back is so much more than we would ever do in online and then Mm -hmm. and yet that's kind of Like you you say, that's what's missing because when we talk about celebrate, like building in celebration in your online business, it's so much bigger than that. And so that by virtue of the fact that it is bigger means that it's spaced so much further apart because you you start saying, well, only the big things are entitled to a celebratory event of some kind
0: exactly well and I but, think yeah, too like,
1: imagine the furniture like you have a finished piece of furniture yeah like
0: like there's and no denying it. and there's it's a tangible a tangible item right in front of you yes. but I think if we you know we bring it full circle to the reason why we're even doing this podcast it's like it can be equated exactly to self-care where it's so much easier to care for other people the people that are yeah. right in front of us and or the you know putting 110% in at work when you're going to your corporate job and you know, when you're there, I'm here to work and I'm here to give everything to all the people that are here and do Mm. this task instead of, you know, stop. Like we never stop and think about ourselves. We never stop and think about what do we need to take care of ourselves because Mm. it's not tangible. It's not this like clear cut thing. And it is like, yes, we can stop and do the big things like, okay, Mm. I'm going to go, you know, on some occasion and take care of myself quote unquote you know yes but, but you know Sorry, those little on. moments we can't we don't acknowledge them we don't
1: no we don't
0: take time for them because you can't see it it's not some it's not a piece of furniture in front of your face you know like
1: well, and i also feel like the uh, the opportunity for imposter syndrome is significantly mm. reduced mm-hmm. because like literally if it doesn't work out it just doesn't get bought know, like yeah like i have such real um timely feedback right like Mm -hmm. it's like i've done up the piece either it worked or it didn't work to do up like maybe i bought the wrong piece and i'm like shit i bought laminate instead of wood like oh now i've got to learn how to uh, you know refurbish laminate yeah
0: um
1: like that's my instant feedback and then it's like did it sell did it not sell like it's not like putting something out online Mm -hmm. And then there's no measure, like the measures of success are so vague because Mm -hmm. even if you put out something for people to download, you might get five downloads, but because other people are talking about their email lists, which are in the hundreds and thousands, it's like, you're not acknowledging those little wins. Whereas I feel like this venture is going to really like almost re-educate me back to what I used to be like. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. I'm excited. So it turns (laughs) out I'm not so down on 2022. (laughs) (laughs)
0: i love that you started this whole conversation with you being like i'm not gonna like it's It's gonna be terrible let's not it's just gonna be a nothing year yeah i mean i think it's gonna be i think for me it's that thing of um like i've never been a big fan of putting too much um too much weight on new year's Mm. and the whole like i've always hated new year's resolutions i think that's just this un you're creating these unreal expectations it's almost this competitive kind of undertones to it where it's like and to me that just connotes an opportunity for failure which is not a great way to look at it but it always felt that way for me and so i just um Yeah, I've never put a lot behind it, but I do think it is a nice way to be like, hey, it's a marking time. It's marking the passing of time and Mm. we can decide to approach it in one way or another. The nice thing that I feel now is that because of all the work I've been um, putting into myself and all the work that we've been doing through this podcast, I feel like... I feel just stronger in general like stronger emotionally stronger mentally stronger physically mm. like I feel like going into January it it kind of feels like just another month but in a really good way where I'm like yeah. oh, I'm at a good spot because I'm feeling good about myself and I feel like anything that comes my way I can deal with it you yeah. know like I'm I, it's not this rosy outlook of like you know, oh, everything's going to be great and it's a brand new year. Let's start fresh, whatever. Like I'm aware that it's not going to be this miraculous, like everything's going to change and life is going to be wonderful. But I'm, it's just that nice feeling of like, no, I can, I've got this, like I can handle it, yeah. which I've never, I haven't had for a really long time. If ever, yeah. I don't know if I've ever really felt this level of confidence in myself yeah, going forward. So that's kind of a nice difference. That's feeling. awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, I think you said something really powerful before, which is like, it's nice to be able to mark the like the moment, which is New mm-hmm. Year's, like the the change of the into a new year. Yeah, I think people get confused between like marking as in terms of like acknowledgement, celebration, and having it be some um, opportunity to like judge yourself, because this is the other mm-hmm. thing that I think comes with yeah. the, with the New Year's resolutions. Is you're saying to yourself, because like you know, the easy one is people want to lose weight. And so they say, I'm too fat. That's the first judgment. Yeah. I need to lose X number of kilos. That's the you know, second judgment. Yeah. And I'm gonna do it in this way. And so I feel like the whole premise generally comes from this really judgmental place. Like it's yeah. not like it's not, not necessarily good enough
0: that you're not getting Yeah, enough. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's
1: like it's never coming from this, like, I want to treat myself more. I want to like experience Mm -hmm. more pleasure. Like it's always coming from a, I'm not enough place. Yeah, And I really, I find I'm very challenged by that, especially in this day and age, because again, it like, especially like if I I haven't done Year's resolutions for years now, but if I was this year, this coming year, I feel like the place I'm in emotionally and like the, um, what I want to want to say the like the fatigue that I feel mm-hmm. on the general level I keep seeing all these posts about like the collective fatigue we're feeling that's yeah. like it, it's really being acknowledged more and more because I think it's been hanging around for like 18 months if not more yeah. since, you know well before it like, is uh, crazy since, I yeah, thought it was COVID. like
0: just me and just us and just like my yeah. close circle of friends and family but I'm like no it's everybody's feeling that same way everybody yeah. is like ready for Ready for something new and some hope, yes. <laughs> you know?
1: And like I think, in a lot of ways, burnt out on the level. Yeah. Two. Oh, for sure. Um. You know. Uh. I know you experienced burnout this year, mm-hmm. and like, I'm definitely feeling like an a level of like emotional burnout with certain certain situations. Like, yeah. I'm. I think I mentioned it in the last episode. Like the new variant coming out has just like really knocked me. Like really just. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for another. Ex- extenuation extenuation
0: yeah. of extension yeah
1: is that oh, a no. word
0: i don't know sure um <laughs> like- ultimate yes <laughs> Penultimate. let's just throw out a word we Upteen. know let's yeah, up- Upteen. Upteen <laughs> word. um
1: yeah like it just it feels like it's just extended this pandemic yeah and in a way that i like wasn't prepared for and well because
0: stuff was starting yeah. to open up and i think we were starting yeah. to feel like hopeful again and okay cool like all this traveling and everything again and it's just like okay we've done this already let's not do it anymore and everybody's angry and we're all tired and yeah it's just a lot
1: I feel almost um I don't want to become the person on the podcast who just like brings up the pandemic all the time (laughs) because I because I feel like these these different um on one side, I'm like, no, everyone knows we're in a pandemic. We don't need to Mm -hmm. keep talking about it. And at the same time, like you and I just discussed, everyone's feeling this way and it's Mm -hmm. only just starting to kind of be acknowledged. Like it was kind of very lightly touched on at the end of last year. Whereas this year I really feel like people are saying we need to be kinder to one another because everyone's feeling stressed. Like everyone's at their limit.
0: Well, I think because this year it was a combination of us like – trying to go back to normal and thinking we could go back to normal, but Mm. it's not normal. Like it's different and it's, you know, everybody, because we're interacting with each other more out in the world, we all have different, things that we're focusing on and different things that we are more or less important to us. Right. So that's where that conflict comes from. And I think that for me anyway, personally, that it's, that's what's really tiring me out is this constant conflict and this constant negativity everywhere. Mm. It's just like, it's just enough already. Like let's just Mm. focus on something else and not argue about masks and vaccinations and all that stuff all Mm. the time. Like just be quiet about it. I don't care what you think actually well, just even be quiet just,
1: remember when there was a news cycle that didn't consist of 90% COVID stories like
0: oh like- and 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 remember when there wasn't a 24-hour news cycle like <laughs> the reason no. it's all filled with garbage is because yeah. they feel they have be over 24 hours a day yeah. like there exactly. isn't that much news. Like you're not telling us anything different. I mean, there is that yeah. much news, but none that they want to report on. So then they no. just like fill it with a bunch of garbage. And you're like, yeah. you're just, you're just being fear mongers now. And you're just making people feel unsafe because that's the business that you're in because that, yeah. it that's what's making you money is everybody feeling unsafe and yes. fearful. And yeah. it's not a good place to be in anymore. And I think that like, can't we just agree that that's not okay anymore. And maybe yeah. there needs to be a bigger shift in, in how, uh, what we're consuming and how we're consuming it and how often we're consuming it all, you know?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting though. like, let's, let's have this conversation because I think uh-huh. this is really interesting leading into 2022 as mm. like, not a resolution thing, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's an intention you want to set. So I, for a long time <clears throat> have not really watched the news well I haven't watched a news channel in like easily five or six years yeah and I don't I don't like watching the news I don't see a lot of value in it for me yeah Uh, and yet I do consume news because like really I think people don't acknowledge enough the fact that social media is a pretty
0: that's where uh, I get all of my news news. (laughs) right but but
1: like (laughs) honestly so much like everything gets shared that's of Mm -hmm. real like Major news, major news gets shared, even like depending on what circles you're following, the people like, and actually this is what I think is great about social media because you are following the things that interest you and that you're passionate about, you're staying abreast of the news surrounding those topics. Yeah. And the thing that I feel old school news watchers and, you know, um, religiously new, you know, new zealots kind of thing. Yeah. Think, like talk about is like oh, but you need to know about all the issues. Like you're you mm. you know you're being irresponsible mm-hmm. by not watching the news, not being up to date. Yeah, I feel pretty up to date because the stuff that I'm interested in, I'm pursuing news for. Yeah, and I saw a great. I might have mentioned this once to the podcast. I can't remember. I once saw uh, Hassan Manaj, who had a show on Netflix. It's now been just, um cancelled. It was called Patriot Act. And he's an American oh. comedian who was like doing a news. It's like this one big news story every week. Oh, okay. And after a year of doing all these stories, he did this like oh, oh, the penultimate. He did, a, he did <laughs> the final <laughs> episode of the year. <laughs> it wasn't the penultimate. It was the ultimate. Um, where he talked about like, we've told you to care about all of these different causes. And they he listed them. And I think there was like 17 or 18 of them. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's not possible as human beings. For us to care about so many things. But he said what you should do is find the two or three things that you're really passionate about and really understand them and, you know, go and, you know, go to the rallies, like write the letters, Mm -hmm. like donate, like to those causes. Because if we all chose three, everything kind of gets covered. Like this idea that we have to be across everything and we have to contribute to everything isn't actually helping because... We need people to be really into the things that they're into. Yeah. So.
0: It's an interesting yeah. thing. Cause like I have um, my nieces and nephew, they're all teenagers right now and they're in high school and looking at their social media, like their stories and stuff on Instagram. And they're always like any cause that comes up, they're sharing it. And I, I, I kind of, sat back the other day thinking like okay do you really truly 100 percent believe in this or has it just become the culture right now that that it's in fashion to be an activist for everything
1: i I would totally believe that for
0: everything that comes along because i really want to like sit down with them and i'm sure most of it it's fine and it is good like i'm i'm glad that that's a fad instead of you know like um I don't know, absolutely beating people up or whatever, yeah. like the fads in the eighties <laughs> of just being a it, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's not, it's not necessarily a bad fad, but it just yeah. it just made me think where I'm like, I don't know if you even know anything about that cause or if it's even something that you passionately care about. I think it's just something that everybody else, all of your your friends are mm-hmm. also being like, Oh, we need to get on board with this. And so you're reposting it or you're, you know, perpetuating because
1: it performative activism yes it's like oh look oh i've shared the thing i've done my yeah. part Yeah, There's so like and that that is playing a part yeah it's a very small part in the yeah. scheme of things but uh, and like you know you don't never know who gets shared in front of and then they become passionate so like, exactly. It has exactly yeah it has a place for sure it is yeah. mostly performative on the part of like yeah. what you're trying to gain from that yeah yeah
0: and i think it was also that thing of um They've been raised in a culture where like when we had uh, the indigenous, all of the stuff with the residential schools in Canada yes. came out and um, in school, like they were raised in school where they had orange shirt day and that didn't exist when I went to school here. It wasn't yeah, something, right. but they wore orange shirts um, to support indigenous Indigenous people who had gone to the residential schools and all that kind of stuff, which is great. Like, that's fantastic. Mm. but. I remember being at my sister's house and at that time, and my niece was like, well, aren't you guys going to wear, aren't you going to wear an orange shirt today? And I was like, I don't have any orange shirts. Like, I don't, I didn't even know what she was talking. Like, I didn't know that, that was the day yeah. for it. And I was like, no. And she's like, and it was almost in this kind of judgy way of like, oh, well, why not? Like I knew that she thought she took it as me not supporting that cause. And I'm like, no, no, I fully support that. And Mm. there are different ways to do it. And I understand that being visible and showing it in that way is also important, but it doesn't, it's not the be all end all. Like it doesn't make it more important than how I feel about it. You know, like. I, yeah. And it's, I think that kind of speaks
1: to being like, it's almost like the good enough thing again, because. Yeah. Something that comes up for me in this respect now, I I know there's a lot of privilege that comes through with what I'm about to say is, like, in the... So, like, with Orange Shirt Day this year, I was pretty aware of it. We were running a daycare. We Mm. did some activities at the daycare. I don't own an orange shirt either, but I Mm. also wasn't running out to get one because I was, like, busy with running a school and running a daycare and, like, take care of my kids and I was, like, stressed out. And I know there's privilege in that because, like... That doesn't help. <laughs> like the First yeah. Nations families don't give a shit about my poor woes if I couldn't get out and buy an orange shirt. Like, yeah. But I, it's also like, again, I need to be conscious of m- what I have to give. Mm-hmm. And I, I was giving in different ways. I was educating through reading books to the kids and I yeah. was – I donated to some causes, and you know, yeah. like that kind of stuff. I yeah. like, so it was different. So there are more than just one, like a shirt to wear. There's more than like just that.
0: one way to yeah. show your support for something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
1: and also to choose like I want positive things for the First Nations people of Canada,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, but again, I need to think about what are the three or whatever number of causes that I'm gonna put my full my full activism behind yeah. because. I am only one person and I just can't support everything. Yeah, And I mean, this, and also these can change, right? Like this year they were one of the causes that I put more effort behind because being that we gave, like I gave birth to Canadian children, mm-hmm. I think it's really important that they know the history of the country that they were born into. Like I yeah. think that that's an important, so the like first nation stories and um, history is really going to be something that I'm going to continue to educate them on, even when yeah. we're in Australia, because that's yeah. something that I have chosen as being like one of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, like yeah, you have, you have to be selective and it doesn't, that's not to say I don't care about the things that I'm not putting exactly. all my I... effort behind. It's yeah. just, I'm one person. And yet yeah. like we have to be real about that. Yeah. yeah,
0: And it doesn't mean, I, th- <laughs> I think it's that thing of like, it doesn't mean just because you're not putting your full support behind that thing that you're going to go and like, the, the next time you see like a first nations person, you're going to go like spit in their face. Like that's not <laughs> like, it's just because you're not wearing an orange shirt doesn't mean that you're against yes. those people. Like, yes. I think that's kind of the thing. And I think that that's, that's sometimes what um, in culture right now, especially right now with COVID and all this stuff mm. that people are so quick to anger and so quick to be argumentative yeah. and so quick to call everybody out. And, but they don't always understand everything fully yeah. of where that yes. person's coming from. But I think, like, to bring it back to kind of self care a little bit, I think I can kind of equate that to also what I do with myself, where it's like I am very quick to, to like be negative towards myself or very quick to mm-hmm. criticize myself of like, I wasn't doing something properly or I wasn't, you know, like yeah. without really trying to understand fully my whole story and what I need and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think that we're very quick to judge and very quick to um, act on that judgment, even with ourselves, not just with the people around us, but with ourselves as well, maybe more so with ourselves than with anyone. Well, and it's
1: kind of like our default is to say the critical thing first. Like it's become so ingrained and so taught that, we have to try so like the effort required. This is the other thing that I don't think is spoken about enough in self in the world of self-care mm. is the fact that it's so easy to tell everyone to like have a positive inner voice or to like speak positively to yourself or say mm-hmm. kind things. What I don't think is acknowledged enough is the fact that when our default position is to be critical and to judge ourselves, the effort required to catch those judgments not judge the judgments and then to have a kind response Mm. instead is a lot more effort than to run on default like default is easy default is what we're set to to do the other thing requires the uncomfortable change the uncomfortable extra thought process and it's exhausting it can become exhausting yeah So I think that we also need to acknowledge that is step by step. And like, if you have capacity, if you have a day where you just got, you know, you just shit on yourself all day. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Like, we don't need to judge that. We don't need to be like, you're bad at self-care. Like, no, you just had a day.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And that's something for me, actually, And I would say in the last week, maybe two weeks that I've kind of had to deal with where, because I've gotten into this mode of like pushing myself so hard for Mm. like... I'm back at kickboxing now and I'm, Mm. yeah, it's awesome. And I wasn't too out of shape, which was kind of nice. Like I actually had some good good. muscle memory. So I was like, this is great. Still hard, but like, I still not right where I was when I left off, but still, But I was like, I, I put a lot on myself of like, I want this, I set these goals and I want to do this, this, and this, and I want to have it done by this time. And I was putting so much pressure on myself to just go, 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 go. And I realized mm-hmm. like, I was pushing myself so hard that I wasn't even doing like some of the self-care stuff that I need where it's like, I needed downtime. Mm. I needed to just rest and just let myself do nothing for an afternoon or an evening or whatever. Like I, I had to find a way to balance it out and, and find that, that sweet spot of you're still being productive and you're still doing things. I think I had such a huge fear of if I, if I stopped doing it much like I had with the kickboxing that if I stop then I, it's a real slippery slope like then I'm done mm. and I'm not active at all. Like it's, it was I'm not a very I don't view a lot of things in life in a very black and white way. But I think when I look at my own actions, I view it mm. in a very black and white way. Of like if, it's interesting, if you're not doing this that? then you're doing that <laughs> you know like
1: well and I think like the way you've described it there have you heard me speak about the pendulum swings yeah like yeah. I really think it's just you swinging all the way you've mm-hmm. like, swung too far we've fallen out of balance yeah and you'll likely go too far the other direction and like eventually we get to the middle yeah but um the other thing I was just gonna say to you too is just a reminder that like this whole podcast and this whole venture that we're on is about finding tools. Yeah. And so like, it's not about having to be consistent necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's not about like, if you do fall out of something, when you have a feeling having a toolkit to like re- refer to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I just remind you of that because like, it's yeah, so you true. might Not do kickboxing for the rest of your life. <laughs> exactly.
0: But, you know, but-
1: you'll have it as a thing you can go back to when you, you need it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's so cool. Like I know, you know, I get what you were saying about like it It takes hard work to do those to, you know, change that our default to be the positive or yeah. to change a default and to change those neural pathways that I think you talked about in a past episode, like yeah. to change. It takes such work and it's hard and it's really hard to be consistent with it. And it's hard to stick with it when we're feeling down and we're tired and exhausted and all that stuff. But it is such a cool thing to see that it is easy to go back to. It's easier to go back to than it was when you first started. Like for me, even with kickboxing, it's like to go back to it. I was really nervous that it was going to be a really hard day to go back. And then I was like, I was hitting those punching bags just as hard as I had when I left. And yeah, I was more tired. I wasn't at a hundred percent. I was tired and my muscles hurt afterwards more than they did when I, you know, had been doing it every day consistently. Yeah. but it wasn't, it was not the same as when I very first started.
1: Yeah. There you know. We go. Well, and that's why I think it's like so important on this journey to push yourself when you have the capacity to mm-hmm. do so build that muscle memory, whether it be physically or like the mental muscle memory of yeah. like, Oh, this is the thing that helps me feel better. Yeah. So that when you are feeling more depleted, like around especially around this time of year like I know a lot mm-hmm. of people around the holidays around the end of the year they feel depleted for a number of different reasons you have the toolkit at your disposal because you did that work in, yeah exactly in the past when you had more capacity to do it when you yeah. had more time to catch the thoughts to catch the yeah. habits to catch the behavior
0: yeah yeah exactly and it just makes it that much easier to to you know, it, it makes the effort less every single time that you have exactly. to do some of those things. So when you are depleted, it's like it, it just is that little bit easier than it was before. And yeah. sometimes and that's like- all we can hope for, right?
1: Absolutely. And like you and I spoke about when we started this, it's like now I imagine for you, and I definitely feel this for the self-care tools that I have. I don't have to think so hard about my what my tools yes. are anymore. That's like so I've true. really started to build a toolbox like yep. what we set out to do. Like I really have tools that I'm like, this helps me feel better. I know it because I've tested it. I've yep. got real evidence to prove it. Like I think that's actually another really beautiful thing about the experiments is that they give you, especially having them be this defined period of time. And I like what you were saying about 2022, having these kind of like punctuation marks of the, of the experiments. Yep because they have this like dedicated focused time that ends, I feel like you remember them more than if you said at the beginning of 2022, I'm going to do this for the rest of the year. And even if you did do it for a whole year, you don't have that same. So I don't think your brain would collect the evidence in the same way, because it's not as intentional because it's four weeks. It's like, I'm I'm intentionally gathering evidence for this thing that I'm working on. That's done. I'm going to bank that away and remember all the experiences and I can move on to the next experiment. Like, yeah that really works for my brain. Maybe it doesn't for everyone's, but that really has worked for me.
0: It works for me too. And I. it's interesting because every time we've gone onto another experiment, I know you and I will message each other back and forth. And I think we, I'm sure we've talked about it on past episodes too, that stuff comes up in an experiment where I'm like, oh, I wish that we were doing that experiment still because I could talk yeah. about that on the podcast or whatever. But we just do anyway. Who cares? We just do anyway. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's that thing of like, I even remember that stuff where I'm like, oh, I remember that I had that recall because it was something I learned and it's something that is now part of my toolbox and it's now part of something I turn to and I'm aware that I need it and I'm aware of how to fulfill those needs and, and all of like, it's, it's an interesting thing that I even remember those more than I did. Like, even though they're outside of that month, because that, that month of doing it gets so ingrained in my mind that it the recall and the connection to it it's always there it's lasting yeah you know it's just
1: deepening that neural pathway yeah that. it's just like like just more evidence like digging that trench deeper yeah i love exactly. it exactly yeah yeah okay. it, 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 it's it makes me very like you know we're, we're talking about like the curiosity to bring to 2022 and like just having this conversation about the experiments makes me like insatiably curious to know how we're going to feel this time next year with another 12 experiments
0: under our belt. Oh my gosh, a full year of it. It's going to be so cool. I'm excited about it. I I mean, I think it's going to be work. It's going to be, and it's going to be challenging. And, you know, we both have, I mean, I think you've got, um, a bit more of a, a like a tangibly challenging year coming up because you know you've got this big international move and like yeah. you know you can you can kind of see what you're gonna have to deal with my year is looking a lot more uncertain I don't really know mm-hmm. what I'm dealing with we've got a trip to Africa back to Africa booked for next fall mm-hmm. but other than that I don't really know what my year is going to look like. So, to me, I think it's a little bit the challenge of 2022 is just that more of that uncertainty and having to navigate that as I go. Yeah. But I think it's nice knowing that I've got these experiments to kind of ground me as I go through each month. Like, those are certain. What I'm learning in them isn't necessarily certain, but I know, okay, we're doing this this week, we're doing that experiment week, like, let's focus on it kind of thing.
1: Well, can we just talk
0: about that for a second? Because that's,
1: that's really opened my eyes actually because I reckon last year this time I was feeling uncomfortable with the uncertainty ahead of me in the coming Mm. year I mean I know I was having a baby so there was a level of like (laughs) certainty I say with (laughs) (laughs) inverted commas (laughs) bullshit um (laughs) but but, you know like we had we had some pretty significant punctuation in the year planned um but other than that especially when it came to like my professional life, I was feeling very uncertain as to mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. I'd gone back to working for a person. Like I, yeah. I was really um, in a different place 12 months ago, which is really cool to reflect on actually. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because I'm now questioning within myself, am I just never happy? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> because the uncertainty, like the, the open spaceness mm-hmm. Of this year, when I was not in it yet, felt very uncomfortable. Mm. And yet this year, the the structure is making me feel uncomfortable because I'm I'm almost like oh I don't have enough time just to be like the open space, space. yeah yeah. And you saying that has made me go well fuck. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I, I need to re- I think I seriously need to review that because yeah. It is like, well, I'm not happy with structure and I'm not happy with open space. But admittedly, it's like those are only two examples and they weren't like clean cut. But yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I
0: totally get what you mean. And I think that some of that is what you just talked about of like trying to change instead of seeing the negative side of it, change it and flip it and try to see the positive side of it.
1: Yeah. Or it's like, okay,
0: if you're faced with a bunch of uncertainty, okay, well, that's just means that anything is possible. Like you Mm. could do anything and you've got the freedom to, you know, with your time and space and energy and whatever, that you can make it whatever you want it to be. You know, like instead of letting it take control of you, you can take control of it. And when we've got a bunch of stuff planned and we're like, I know exactly what my next six months is going to look like. And it's going to be a Mm. lot of work and it's going to be a lot of, you know, like a lot of challenging times and all of that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, well, but what do you, you know, like focus on the things you do know that are, that are real positives, you know, like you get to, you know, go back and see your family and move and have this whole new adventure and experience and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, well, do you know what else comes up for me too, is like,
1: I was just about to say, I don't even really know what I want. Like in either, in either mm. year, like end yeah. of last year, end of this year, I wasn't going, I, I would prefer if it was this thing. Like there's not, it's not as mm. if I have the thing that I'm chasing, which I kind of think is like a goal, right? Like it's yeah. kind of like, I don't like doing goals anymore. So like the fact that I don't have that, maybe it's just me unlearning this mm. goal centered yeah. um, mentality of mine. And becoming more comfortable with like, well, what if I made it about like, this is the other thing. I'm such a person that lives in the future. Me too. I, what if I just enjoyed the day to day? Like what if I found the beauty in the day to day or even the week to week? Because sometimes the day to day feels a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Like, but even the week to week, if I could like look back on every week and go like, oh, it was a great week because of this one or two things that happened. Yeah. Like,
0: well, and maybe think- that's where journaling comes in, and maybe you need yeah. to instead of instead of challenging yourself to journal every single day, do it once yeah, a week, just like and a for weekly wrap up, ten minutes where you're like, "Okay, hey, what happened this week?" Like, take stock yeah. of what happened, and maybe what you like, kind of what we have done with the New Year's episodes of one episode Mm. was looking back at the year and this next episode, this episode is looking forward
1: where you kind of like
0: do that with your journaling of like, Hey, what was last week? And what do I think next week is going to be? Or like, what am I looking forward to next week? Or you know, try to focus on the positives of it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that's a great idea, actually, especially the looking back, looking forward, because I, I go at such a frantic pace in Mm. my life Mm -hmm. that I completely forget the things that I've accomplished in a week. And if I did sit back, I'd be like, "Fuck! I do some stuff like, wow, like I'm a, I'm a go-getter. Yeah. (laughs) I would probably say that about myself, but when yep. I'm looking at the day-to-day, I'm like, I'm a I'm a loser. That's the internal monologue. It's like, I'm not doing anything. Yep. Like, and
0: all you see is the list of stuff you didn't get done and the yes, stuff you didn't accomplish or you do, didn't do it yes. the way that you wanted to do it or whatever it is.
1: Yes. Exactly. And, the, I
0: mean, the, I think that's the whole purpose behind the gratitude journaling, right, where it's yeah. just like... But I think if you because I'm the same way I live in the future all I'm doing is like moving forward and it's really yeah. hard for me to be in that present moment and kind of take stock of what's happening right now and just be here and not mm. and be okay with it you know yeah, which
1: is kind of like interesting because me having the structure and you having the the uncertainty yeah the answer to both is kind of to do that like present becoming present yeah <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean like you need exactly in the scenario yeah 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 I Stop. say it I say it so certainly like the answer <laughs> like like the I know.
0: only answer
1: <laughs> The penultimate. <No. laughs> why does penultimate not mean ultimate like I it just know. annoys me so it's much it's so
0: annoying it's <sighs> such a great word but not the meaning of it at all um okay so neither one of us likes resolutions. I'm a big fan <laughs> of having a word for the year. And so mm. I've, I've got my word ready. And I know you're a little bit uncertain about what word you want? Do you want me to go first and share what my word is?
1: Yeah, you might inspire me. So, okay.
0: Yes, please. Okay. So I was a little uncertain. I had a different word picked originally. I was going to do um, believe, even though it's a little bit yeah. cheesy and very much not like not a word that i ever really liked very much I don't know. It, when
1: you say that it just didn't
0: it didn't feel believable
1: coming out of you right
0: <laughs> i know like i am not that type of person at all yeah, yeah. and it's fine if you are like it just yes. is not but there it, was just something about you saying, me, saying it i was like right? no I know. don't use that word <laughs> <laughs> it's like i need like it's like yeah Anyway, I was going to, I was going to give an example, but I know somebody who has that and then really insult them. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not going to, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I was going to do that only because of, you know, I was kind of thinking about my last year and kind of where I'm at right now. And I thought that, um, what I would really love for my next year is to actually believe in myself that I can actually do something. Like instead of having to have the struggle that I've had this year of like coming to all of these realizations. And then when I'm doing things or I'm achieving things and working on different projects, working on my business, doing all these different things, I'm very proud of all of the things that I've done. And as I'm there, I'm like, this is awesome. I wish I had been doing this the whole time or, you know, why did it take me? I was always thinking like, why did it take me so long to come around to this? Like, mm. I wish that I could now flip it now that I'm more confident in myself and I'm more aware of who I am and what makes me tick and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I wish that I had that belief in myself so that I didn't have to put that initial struggle in. I could just believe that it's possible and take that action and then prove it afterwards of like, yeah, okay, cool. You're, you were right. You know, like instead of having the opposite thing of feeling like I have to prove everything, like prove that these things are actually possible to me as the worst critic, like I want to actually be a supporter and be my fan. Yeah. Now, believe is not the word that I'm going with because I found another word that that kind of does the same thing that I love. And I I've kind of gotten into or I'm going to um, as the weeks go on, I'm going to learn more about Buddhism but oh. I follow, mm-hmm. I follow this um, uh, the elephant journal on Instagram yeah. and they put all kinds of like Buddhism stuff up there. And this word came up, it was a couple months ago now, I think. And it kind of like sparked something in me and it, mm. I keep, it keeps coming up and I don't know if it's coming up in all these different areas. I, I keep seeing it. It keeps popping up. Or it but- could be
1: the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Do you know about Bader-Meinhof?
0: No, is that when you learn a word and then you see it everywhere? Pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) It's an actual phenomenon. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's called Barter Meinhof. It's
1: just but it's it's not like um it's not the same as when you see like a red car, like you buy a a Mitsubishi and then you see Mitsubishi's everywhere. Right. Like Barter Meinhof is like you hear something bizarre and then all of a sudden it's in your life again, like quite repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Look it up. And is it like, <laughs> is it because in that? Is I don't it think because, it has any
1: like spiritual meaning. It's just yeah. a phenomenon.
0: <laughs> no, because it's like, are you just aware of it because you ha- now have an understanding of it or is it um, actually happening more often? No, from what
1: I understand, it's like more, it, it's just very peculiar that it's such a weird thing that you've learned and now all of a sudden it's come up in your life mm. again. It's, it's mm. not, it's not just um, con- confirmation bias. It's like. Right. It's like an actual phenomenon of like, oh, that's Whoa. weird. Like I only just learned about that, and now it's coming up again.
0: Spooky. Yeah, I always wonder about that. Spooky. Yeah. yeah. We should maybe pro- that's I should probably
1: here. Google it before I start like <laughs> waxing <laughs> like I know <laughs> all about that. Yeah.
0: Um. So the word that I am choosing as my word for the year. Is, is bottom <laughs> How did you know? Bottom line Meinhof right there. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect example. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. Drum roll.
0: <laughs> so my word this year is "my tree," and it's spelled M A I T R I. It's a Sanskrit word that means unconditional friendship with oneself.
1: Oh my gosh, I love it.
0: Yeah. And so I looked and you guys can, there's all kinds of stuff about it. And a lot of Buddhist monks talk about it. There's some stuff on YouTube. Um, and basically it's like, it's this understanding that whatever we need for ourselves isn't going to come from outside of yourself. Like Mm. that in order, in order to even accept the things outside of yourself, you have to first become friends with yourself, like become strong in yourself and, um, feel at home in your own mind and body. Yes. And I think that that for me I decided to settle on that one because I think it encompasses the whole believe thing of like if I'm friends with myself in every aspect. I think that that is that belief that I can do it before mm. I even understand I can do it. I think that will already be there.
1: It yeah. will build
0: up and it will I will be able to support myself and just do it and and be able to like acknowledge that I've accomplished something after the fact, instead yeah. of having to like, you know, tell myself, just try it and just, you know, jump in and, and then prove it afterwards, you know, that kind of thing.
1: So that's my word. I love that so much because for one, I think you're a phenomenal friend. So I mm-hmm. can only wish that you would be your own friend. <laughs> Cause like,
0: <laughs> I, I know I wish I was friend.
1: as nice to me, no, I'm <laughs> but I, but I agree. Like, I think that like, I think. I think I'm a pretty good friend. Like, I I think I'm a caring person. Yeah. Imagine if I was doing that for myself. I know, I I feel like I would feel cared for. And that's
0: always what people say too, of like, if you are saying, you know, going back to, to like negative self-talk and all that kind Mm. of stuff, it's like, would you ever say that to your friend? And that's usually yeah, what exactly. people say. It's like, can you imagine saying that out loud to one of your friends? You would never say something that negative yes. to somebody, like you, you know, saying that oh you're a loser or whatever because you didn't complete something. Oh my god, out. I would never say that to anyone. You would never say that to somebody else. You would never say that to me. No. So why is it okay that you're saying? I, that I wouldn't even yourself?
1: call an enemy a loser. Like no, I, <laughs> I, I think would. it's funny <laughs> in this day and age, as like an adult, to think that I have enemies. <laughs> like like my sworn enemy. <laughs> You know what I mean? But like I would never no. call anyone I disliked. Like yeah, I would never. I was about to say I'd never call anyone I disliked an enemy. What I mean <laughs> to say is I would never call anyone I disliked a loser. Yeah, um, I would definitely call them an enemy. But
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But we feel like so so quick to say those things to ourselves and to oh treat ourselves poorly
1: so easily. So easily, you know. And that's why I love it so much, the my tree, because the unconditional part is what really captured me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that it's not... Because the thing is, so I have this really interesting relationship with the concept of being a conditional or unconditional, like, role in someone's life. Right. Because I I think it's partly to do with, like, the, the uh, fractures that have happened in my uh, familial relationships. Mm-hmm. I haven't really believed in this concept of, like, unconditional love. I actually yeah, feel neither. like... Conditions is just another word for boundaries. Mm. And that conditions are a very important part of a lot of relationships because if you don't have conditions by which you should be treated, you end up getting walked all over. Right. Um, And so I feel like I don't believe in unconditional love, however, Mm. or unconditional anything. Yeah. But I feel like being an unconditional friend to yourself. Mm -hmm. is the first time that I would be like, yes. Like that is where you need to be unconditional because you can't get rid of yourself. Like you can't.
0: You're you're the only one that's always with you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So like that's the best use of unconditional that I've ever heard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I just thought it was a really good way i just have been fascinated with the word when i first saw it and then i thought that's what i want to apply to my life in general and i think for this next year going forward it's like it just fits so perfectly because i think that's the key to everything if we're not on our own side then what's the point in any of it like oh you know like that's where we need to start it's where we need to start and where we need to end and you know like it's everything
1: oh i'm i'm so inspired so much better than (laughs) (laughs) believe. I know right no offense to anyone who chooses
0: believe like you do you but when you said it out of your mouth but for I like, me I love that you said that you know that too it's like oh you know yeah. me so well yeah. I'm just not
1: with trepidation too yeah. so like that but like yeah so I through hearing everything you just said I've come up with my word
0: Are you ready to hear it you've come up with your word from what yeah. i have just okay what yeah. is it yeah. is it belief
1: Pause that you took, I was is like it penultimate? Are you in shock <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh yes, way to ruin it. No. Damn. That would be weird if I called this year, like
0: this coming year, my penultimate <laughs> year. Is so, it like,
1: do I perish in 2023? Like, yeah, like, like
0: hmm. or you're yeah, just really putting a lot of pressure on 2023. I feel yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um no, so the word I'm gonna choose mm. is here. H-E-R-E like be, come back to here and it's almost Ooh, like I like that yeah like I was I was playing with it do I go here do I co- do now do I do mm. like center like come back to center but I feel like mm-hmm. here is so simple yeah that it and it's not like and I, I think- don't see it as so much of an intention like there is an intention behind it but I also feel like it's a great reminder for me yeah to be like Come back to here, like here. Here is where I am, like because I think presence.
0: Yeah, because I think here can be anywhere. You know, like wherever it is that you are is yeah right. Because like
1: as we just talked about, the big thing I feel like I need to work on is being more present. Is like Mm. getting out of that future, getting out of the future, getting out of the past, being present in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like having a word like here can just even when I catch myself like needlessly surfing. Uh, where I haven't been intentional about it. Like if I'm not bringing yeah. intentionality to a moment, I can go like here and then like put down what I'm doing, like focus on what I could be in the here and now. Yeah. So I like yeah. that. I yeah. like it too. It just kind of came to I think to me. it works. It feels I right. think so too. Yeah, yeah, it does feel right, especially yeah. because like there's going to be so many different gears <laughs> this coming year.
0: That's that, what I was going to say too, because yeah. you're actually physically moving around a lot. Where I think yeah. it's good to have something inside of yourself to kind of keep that grounding there and keep that that connection yes. to like, because it can be unsettling when you're leaving home or you're leaving the stuff. You know, your furniture isn't going to be there. Yeah. You're feeling displaced and feeling all over the place and. You know, like I, it's going to be important to make sure that you're taking care of yourself in that way.
1: I agree. My dog has joined the conversation. She's going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this dog. Um, here, Maddie. Here,
0: <laughs> and she's already putting into good and use. I put it into practice.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Like, and I think I'm already thinking of so many different uh scenarios where it will come in handy. Like there's the there's the unintentional um escapism. Then there's things Mm -hmm. like I know one thing that I think about a lot is my so being around a lot of family often makes me feel quite disconnected from like Rory, from my kids, Mm. because you're putting so much energy into other people's feelings into yeah. like uh, like the relationships and I'm going to be staying with a lot of different family over the, the you know, first couple of months. Mm-hmm. I think having a practice of here when like say I'm in a quiet moment with Rory or I'm with the girls or even when there are other people around to just like bring my full focus or as you know, yeah. much of my focus as is possible in that moment to the people that I want to give it to or even to myself yeah. like to even yeah. to like be like okay what do I come back here what do I need I need to go and take 30 minutes like yeah I think that's going to be a really important practice for my mental well-being and my um energetic well-being yes. yeah yeah I think that's going to be yeah really really helpful
0: yeah I think and that's I feel like one. it's
1: not judgmental either it's like just no. a reminder it's just like
0: i think yeah. and it's not it's not necessarily aspirational where it's like yeah. no it's just it's just what you need in that moment you know yes. like it's what you need there is yeah. no there's nothing else attached to it right like that's it no judgment no good no, no. bad no movement in any way except to yourself just that's like it. that yeah.
1: yeah i like that I like yeah me too yeah nice. that's my words Yay. Yay. <laughs> we did it we did did
0: it (laughs) (laughs) yay for us we've Uh, done something
1: (laughs) we've done so much in this uh podcast already like
0: yeah oh my gosh
1: we've got like we must what episode are we on now 17 or something 18
0: 19 Uh, 20 how many 16 that's like
1: 16 hours. It's 17. probably close to like know. 17 or 18 hours without with <laughs> without the way
0: our we talk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we, a had a few, hours. we had a few episodes in the beginning that never got aired because the audio yeah. it, we were having some technical difficulties. So, so we're
1: really closer to like 100 hours, yeah. <laughs> hours, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It feels like we've actually done a lot more, um, experiments than we have actually done. Like Mm. I keep thinking like, oh, that was part of that or because I think I've learned by even shifting that focus and doing these experiments each month of it's like, I, we learn so much other stuff Mm. about ourselves and we've grown in so many other ways that we couldn't even have anticipated that didn't really like, they weren't really a part of the experiment we were doing. They were, you know, residual things that are just, I don't know, just happened because of it. Yeah. I feel like I've just
1: realized too,
0: hmm.
1: I have stopped feeling uh, like, what, what am I trying to say here? Do you remember like when we first started the podcast, I'm pretty sure you felt this too. Cause I'm pretty, pretty sure we spoke about it. <laughs> it's like the episode, like, like our calendar is coming up to be like, you're going to record an episode in 10 minutes. And you're like, yeah. oh, oh, I've got no interest <laughs> in recording an episode right now. <laughs> and we did the thing where we rely on each other and oh my were, like, gosh up anyway we play but a game of stopped. chicken yeah, yeah basically chicken with each other yeah <laughs> recording chicken yeah. who's gonna pull out who's yeah. gonna make the business file um <laughs> and we're both so stubborn that neither both, of us let yeah. us
0: do it <laughs> i'll never but remember I'm, that i was na- or never forget that i was napping one time and maddie messaged me and i figured it was going to be a message from her i just heard my phone beep and i was like please let it be maddie um bailing on the on recording because I just wasn't feeling it but she wasn't she was like okay so are we still on to record and I was like damn it i depending on you to be the one that bailed I'm like I can't bail it has to be you
1: <laughs> I love it that we both would refuse to be like I can't do it today we're gonna yeah. leave it up to the other person so that was probably I'm pretty sure I it's remember good. that day because I was like so are we still on hoping you
0: would say you like, wanted me to yeah. bail. Too. Yeah. I don't want to be the one responsible.
1: <laughs> I want you to give up on it so I can be like, well, at least I said, I was. Be there, so it's not on me. Um, but what I was going to say is like, I'm, I actually have stopped dreading the recording. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Most I often I, I actually this, one this week cause I was sick, but, mm. <laughs> but I, I honestly get excited about them now.
0: Same. And like, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I wish we were doing our recording earlier. Cause I actually have mm. so much to say about The topic, or something happens, and I'm like, oh, I need to remember to talk about that on the podcast because it's so relevant. You know, like
1: yeah, yeah. So that's been I've gotten there yet. Maybe
0: that's (laughs) (laughs) you're like that's pushing it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Okay, someone's keen.
0: (laughs) It's just me avoiding everything else I have to do in my life. That's the problem. (laughs) That's what I do. Like whenever I've got a lot of stuff that I'm kind of avoiding or I'm procrastinating, then I will be really good at doing everything else. Yeah, like yeah. my house will be so clean and I'll mm. like be on top of everything else, except for that one thing that I'm avoiding. <laughs>
1: I feel yeah. I, I'm like, we're recording this just as we're both about to go on like leave mm. for like, or, like holiday um, holidays for a couple yeah. of weeks. And I have like three projects that I'm supposed to do all week. This is one <laughs> of them. So this is tick, but like I've got yeah. two other projects that have to be finished like today. Yeah. And I'm like, oh i'm such a last minute person i hate it about Same. myself sometimes
0: oh my god now i'm like
1: i just want to get them done so that i can just like get into holiday mode but
0: yeah anyway. we should do one of our experiments should be um um like doing things in advance not being last minute people well, it's i actually hard don't
1: though. yeah but see i think uh, being in advance is something we get patted on the back for mm. but being last minute is actually a personality trait. Like it's part of us. Yeah. So it's less so about trying to change it more about embracing it. So we stop right, trying like to work say, with I'll do it, it early. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. more just like you put like, okay, when's it due? It's due Friday. Cool. I'm yeah. going to work on it till Friday. Like yeah, you exactly. just give yourself total permission to do yeah. it last minute.
0: I remember that in university I had one, I w- would always write my papers last minute. I'd always study last minute. Like it yeah, was brutal. Too. And so I remember with one of my term papers, I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to be so prepared with this one. I'm I'm going to be good and I'm going to do it really early. And it was the worst paper I've ever written. I got the worst mark I've ever gotten on anything.
1: It's like Evidence. I had too much time. I
0: gave it too much time. Yeah, exactly. Yep, and I was like, it. okay, no, tr- just trust your gut. And you yep. work best when you are doing things last minute. So just do it. It's fine. Right. Trust <laughs> your gut. One
1: of the best essays I ever wrote was, last the last night before it was due, pissed off my ass. Yep. totally hammered. <laughs> it was fantastic. My arguments were rock solid and I was just like I remember the flow just being like, yeah like just coming
0: out of, just coming through my fingertips So see yeah
1: moral of the story, do it late, do it drunk.
0: Yeah, exactly. just drink yeah. all the time and never do anything in advance. <laughs> Done. Self care. You know,
1: it's interesting. I'm not, I barely drink. I maybe have one at the moment. I'm probably like one drink, two drinks a month. Mm -hmm. Like I don't drink very much. Yeah. I started to want to drink more. And I know that sounds problematic. (laughs) 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 I've just been feeling like I don't, like I want to have nice drinks regularly. I don't know if that's a self care thing, but I, I want to like I don't want to drink to feel anything particularly. I just want to like have a drink, have a more drink. frequently.
0: Like yeah. have it as a as a thing.
1: Yeah, it's so not a habit for me that I have to like quite intentionally think about going to like buy a Same. bottle of something. Same. Yeah. Same.
0: yeah. Yeah. You could even do like m- like mocktails, like just do a special drink yeah. that doesn't have That's alcohol true. in it if you don't want to like go down that road. I don't know.
1: Oh, I'm happy to go down that road. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> i'm more than happy to go down that road (laughs) it's it's just i uh i've got a thing to do it i've got to like go and like buy something nice and because i drink so infrequently i think part of the challenge is i don't know what i like in terms Mm -hmm. of like wines or i forget like what i found like i found drinks that i liked and i forgot them yeah so i've got to like go and learn again all of that just feels laborsome
0: (laughs) (laughs) we should do uh we'll we'll have like a drink experiment day or something i don't know what i'm suggesting
1: like a month we will be that that feels like (laughs) an antithesis to (laughs) (laughs) so this month's experiment is we're gonna drink we're gonna get
0: wasted (laughs) (laughs) come on
1: everybody we'll We'll do do drinking games on our episodes yeah exactly
0: we should do well other people can do drinking games of like how often we go Ah. off topic they'll just be they'll be be hammered you're welcome you guys
1: like a like a bingo sheet that they could download. Oh my gosh! Like, yes, yeah, that'd be cool.
0: I was gonna say every time we mentioned tall ship, but we haven't talked about the tall ship in a while.
1: Well, now that you've brought it up, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've got nothing to say about the tall ship, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, except the tall ship that I was on. I saw a post from theirs on Instagram today, and they had this this swing that swung off <gasps> the side of the. Ship that you can like Ooh. hold on to and then like fly off into like the water. jump on. So i gonna add one of those. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. And yeah. we have yeah. to have a bunch of hammocks everywhere because I love hammocks. <gasps> yes, they're hammocks. the best. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: thinking about macraméing a hammock when I get. Ooh, to you should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to make a big double hammock. Like I want to yeah. make a hammock to the specifications that I want. You know, it's so hard to find like exactly the hammock yeah. that you want. Anyone yeah. else feeling these hammock woes <laughs> that I have been feeling? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and in 2022, oh, Maddie's gonna have a hammock business. I'm gonna fix this a hammock business. Of mine.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna have a macrame hammock business. Um, I actually, think that would be That's really it. expensive. Macrame is not cheap, and you need a no. lot of
0: macrame. You rope would need a like lot of rope to do a hammock. Yeah, a double-person no hammock. Kidding. Yeah, that would yeah. be a lot. It's yeah. possible though. Yeah. I'll if anyone me. can do it, it's you. Oh. Thanks. I believe in you, unconditionally. Oh. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, my tree. I was like, my darling. It's not the
0: same. (laughs) We're going to reinvent the word, though. We're going to make it like that. Sorry, Buddhists. Yeah, it's ours now. I know it's like
1: thousands of years in the making, but whatever.
0: (laughs) We're changing it yeah Aw, okay well we hope you guys have a great new year and um come on instagram and share your words i really want to know what words everybody's picking even if it's believe we won't make fun of you it's a totally (laughs) legit i feel bad for anybody that that is your word it almost was mine
1: i'm just gonna ask you what it means because i'm a curious like yeah that was the whole point of this episode i don't care if you choose believe just don't say it like Kristen did. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> believe? Like, <Ugh>. really? Say <laughs> <laughs> hey, it
0: with but, confidence and we'll yeah, believe you. Exactly. that we will believe. It's true.
1: Yeah.
0: But share your words with us. We really want to hear about how your journeys are going. We want to hear about how your holidays have been and how your new year is going. And, um, what goals you have for yourself and your word and how you're going to implement it in your life. Um, so you nothing can... not just a few things. Nothing just much, stuff. just like really intense um, information about just your life. Just
1: a drunk essay all about what you intend for 2022.
0: <laughs> I know I just kept going and going. <laughs> and then tell us this and then send us your resume. So start a podcast and then
1: tell us
0: everything that you're doing. <laughs> oh boy you guys i need a holiday (laughs) it's a good thing i'm getting one now um but yeah connect with us on instagram we are at how to be me again and we're posting on there regularly so you have lots that you can comment on if you want to and we will talk to you in the new year Bye. Bye, bye